infinity and beyond! No choice. Here comes the smolder. Some people are worth melting for. Wow. So great, the gods would hang a picture of them in the stars. Float like a Cadillac, sting like a beaver. <laughs> Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Anyone can cook. Hello and welcome to the uh, World of Diz podcast. My name is Mark Bedingfield. I'm once again here with Sydney Brown. Hey, y'all. We are so excited today because we are going to be talking about all about food at Walt Disney World. We're going to be doing this draft style, picking out some of our favorites and sharing those with you guys. We're going to be picking out our favorite, what is it? Table service, quick service, snack, and... Fancy meal. We threw fancy meal in there. Places that we don't really get to eat at a whole lot, but we wish we could. So, yeah, super anyway, exciting. what do we have as far as news today? The best news we got, I think it was this week, yeah, is finally, for the first time since 2020, fantastic! I am so excited. Like, I seriously cannot tell you how excited I am for Fantasmic to come back. It So, my ties to Fantasmic is, I don't know, it might have been my favorite nighttime show at Disney. But I have the reservation made for Hollywood Studios that day. I, right when the, like, the alert, like, came across my phone, I immediately jumped on and made a park reservation for that day. And, like... A couple hours later, it was just like gone. <laughs> it was like, oh yeah, no you got really lucky. Yeah, so I'm excited to be there for opening night. Um, hopefully, I'll be able to get there because I'm I can't go till after work. I'm not going to be able to get there till ooh, probably like 5:45. So eh, I hope I can I get it. I probably won't let people line up too terribly early ahead of time because that's a really really hard area. For them to line up since that's where like the tower of terror line wraps and all that so they probably can't line up early it's a very congested area already and i'm i'm interested to see how it's gonna go so we'll see i'm excited for it but we got some other news i was um speaking of hollywood studios i was there last week and I was, and that was the first time I started buying Christmas merch at Disney for the year. And um, as you will come to learn, I am a huge Christmas fan. But Mark, how many days till Christmas? You know, right now, um, I'd actually no, have to think about it. Like, the last few years, I've kept track to where you could ask me any point in the day or any point in the year, and I'd just be like, oh, yeah, 236 days. Right now it's 60-something. It's less than 1,600 hours till Christmas. I do know that. A point still proven. You don't know the exact day, but honestly, I would have been like, I have 90 days? I guess it's no less than that. It would be around no, 60. Like that. It's like 60-something. But anyway, it's coming up. But I got off of um, Star Tours, and as I was going into the Execute, which, by the way, phenomenal gift shop exit area is the Star Tours gift shop. But I go in there and 
I spot it against the back wall and I see Star Wars Christmas merch and it get it got me really excited. I was so happy about it. Okay, I haven't seen that stuff yet. I've seen some of the others coming out, but not the Star Wars stuff. So I'll be interested to see that. Well, I'm excited. I know Disney holiday team, whatever they call them, has a busy day coming up here in about four or five days, a long night. So, yeah, that- I know they've already started putting out some of like Hollywood studios and things to prep. But overnight, that transition on um, this coming Monday, October 31st to Tuesday, November 1st, that is going to be the transition. Yeah. I'm excited to see how they do. Apparently, they, like, let people volunteer. Like, if you want to volunteer, you can volunteer to, like, help with it. And I'm so half-tempted. But I do not want to go all night and have to show up for work the next morning at 730. (laughs) Just doesn't sound good. That is insane. But, like, that would be so cool to do it once. I just do it Mm -hmm. once to say I've done it. Yeah. In other news, the most... Maybe outside of Fantasmic. Outside of Fantasmic coming up, what I'm most looking forward to is the um, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. I am going November 12th, 13th, somewhere in there. And we're going to be doing um, an episode comparing Mickey's Not So Scary with Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party um, after I go. Sydney's already been before. But I got not. to go. So 2019, I went to Very Merry Christmas Party and loved it. So I'm excited for you to get to go, Mark. But neither of us have been to the Halloween. So it's going to be just solely comparing from what we've heard, what we've seen. And the Christmas is our real, like, what we know about for that one. I think we'll have to have an outside guest or somebody like that come in and share yeah. their perspective. Somebody that's been because it might end up being a little biased, but um we'll see yeah but I, that that it would be very one-sided like I've seen a lot and I would love to have gone to do it but we'll need a guess who's actually been so that it's like balances out a little more than it would have been without a guest yeah so I guess that's about it for Disney news unless you have something else nope just excited for Christmas season it's almost Halloween it, I definitely have had some Christmas music in my head. Our college already has their Christmas tree going up, which might be a little too early. But that's just my opinion. And I love Christmas more than most people, but I still think it's too early. But yeah. I'm excited to, like, November 1st, I, my Christmas playlist is coming out of hiding, and I'm going to be jamming out. Hey, I'm excited. But let's go ahead and get on to our topic today. And I'm going to let you take over. I had to do the first episode, so it's your turn to do this now. Yes. Okay. So we are going over our favorite, like, what our perfect day of food would be for the Disney parks. Uh, I am very excited. As some of you know, I worked food and beverage, as I kind of, like, said in the first one. So I am very excited to do a whole episode about the food at Disney. Uh, So we will be drafting our dream meal day. The fancy meal, table service, quick service, and snack. So I think let's kick it off and start with the fancy meal. The ones that we don't normally get to do, the very special ones. Wait, do we want to do this, like, because 
how do we get to pick which time of day, which meal we do, or do we get like like do we do we have to pick one for breakfast, one for lunch, one for dinner, or it could just be any any meal? I think it could be any meal. Like you can specify if you want. Like if there's one that you're like, this is my breakfast. I think I'm gonna go through and I'm gonna start at my day, like and just take it through my day. I'll probably do one breakfast, one lunch, one dinner. Okay. And appetite's not a factor, right? No, it's like not. I never get full. Okay. Okay. Okay, kick it off. You want me to kick it off with how my day would start or with? I don't know. You're leading it. Let's see it. Okay. So for breakfast, I have a feeling if we're doing drafts and we can't see each other's, I think no. I might be stealing yours, which is why I feel bad doing it this way. I don't know if I am, but I think I might be. Okay. If we're doing breakfast, I, I'm so torn because my, my table services, I had a lot of trouble choosing between what meal I would want where because there are so many good table service restaurants. But I couldn't think of anything else for breakfast in terms of like really that I love. Like I have ones that I like, but ones I love as much as the breakfast at Trails End. You didn't you didn't steal mine. You're good. Okay, good. I wasn't well, sure if I would because we talked about how much we like it before. I do like Trails End. And their breakfast is very similar to like um Boma's and I think Ohana's even. It's very similar. But no, you didn't steal mine, so you're good. Okay. Wait, so why? Why would you choose that for breakfast? So I've only actually gone to go once, but absolutely loved it. I went in February twenty twenty. And my dad and I were just, he was in town for the weekend driving my car down, actually, so I could have it during the college program. And it was, I had work in the afternoon, so we tried to find a basic, just, like, something fun to do while he was down there. So we were like, trails and breakfast, why not? Oh, my word, it's just so good. It's classics, but it's amazing. The service is awesome. It's a great area. I love uh, the Wilderness Campground area. Like, I like Trails End all day. I like in the evening for dinner or lunch and dinner, too. But the breakfast was so good. And they have the Passion Orange Guava Juice, which is one of my favorites. Expect an hour bus ride to get to Trails End as well. It takes forever to get around that resort. That's true. The last time we ate at Trails End, we got caught in this huge rainstorm. And it was just, like, just downpour. And we had to, it was just so much walking through it. and. That's my biggest Trails End memory. But That's I've heard right. good things. I always want to eat there for breakfast. I might have to sometime. But, okay, so, so for my breakfast, I also have a table service. I'm going to go and throw out my table service for this one. And I'm going to throw it down with one of my favorite meals that I've ever had at Disney. We're taking it to Animal Kingdom. And we're going to the Tusker House. It is the best breakfast buffet that I've ever been to in my life, and I don't see anything topping it. You got characters. You got the jungle juice, jamba juice. I've heard every sort of juice of it, but I have never seen a – there's a whole, like, fruit buff, like section buffet just for the fruit. There's buffets for the desserts. There's buffets for just, like, you can get how many different types of waffles? I don't know, but it was phenomenal. We, we ate there. 
And oh my goodness, oh, best breakfast on property in my opinion. But I haven't eaten there in it's been a few years, so I don't know if it's changed. I haven't eaten there since COVID, but oh, it's so good. You are hyping it up a lot. I have never gotten to go. We're not my my sister and I specifically myself are very picky eaters, so we never went to like Tesker House during the day. So I I think we never went to look at it at night. Um, and we were never we like character meals. But we never do a ton of them. But if I were to do one, like a different one, I would want to try Tusker House. I've gone to do like Ohana's breakfast with their characters, but Tusker House I have never done. And the costumes for the characters, little outfits are so cute. My sister went through a phase where she loved Daisy Duck. I mean, she just absolutely loved Daisy Duck. Um, and when we were planning out our dining plan, she specifically wanted to go somewhere with Daisy Duck. And so we looked, and we looked, like, Chef Mickey's doesn't have Daisy. Um, you know, a lot of these places don't. They just have Donald, or they have Minnie, but they don't have Daisy. So we finally found Tusker House had it. So we had never eaten there before, but she wanted to see Daisy. So we went and we booked Tusker House for breakfast because we – Again, I'm not the, I'm a picky eater too, but we went and we ate there for breakfast and it just blew our minds. We were, we absolutely loved it. I hadn't thought about Daisy being there because yeah, she isn't in a lot of places. So that's a good place to go then and get to find her. Good. Okay. What's next? Okay. So I have my lunch which I was debating between and I phoned a friend aka my sister and said I cannot decide which one to do for lunch because I want to do where I work that I know everyone will boo me for it <laughs> so be nice so I am not doing Pecos bills though it does need a shout out because I do love it dearly and they're cauliflower tacos so they have not brought them back since COVID are amazing but and my sister voted I do Cosmic Race, but I am also vetoing her vote. And I am going with Earl of Witch from Disney Springs. Interesting. What's I that? love it there. It's one of our favorites. I love I love their grilled cheese. I love their pizza sandwiches. I, their ham and cheese, just like classic sandwiches that are amazing. And you can't, I mean, you can't get Disney food most places, but that is really something you can't get everywhere. So I love it and it's just a basic classic like I've never had anything bad there I've had great experiences it's an awesome one Disney Springs like out of the way but I love it sweet I don't I've never eaten there I've never been it's an easy like it's I would say classic it's not a classic but it's been there for long enough it can almost be a classic I guess huh that's crazy well, mine, actually, man, we're just going along the same track here. So I'm going to do my quick service for lunch, too. I mean, it just kind of is a given. If you're going to do the fancy meal, you do it for dinner. Yeah. You know, so I feel like we could have, well, we could have gone, I feel like you could have gone table service for dinner, or you could have gone table service, I guess. Throwing the fancy meal in there is what made it, is what made me do the table service, then quick service. If we weren't doing, um the fancy meal it probably would have been different yeah 
I would say so too. But my quick service is going to be for lunch too. And this was tough for me. Um, quick service is what we, especially with dining plans still not having come back, it's what we've eaten the most recently. We don't, I mean, we've eaten some tables, like table services, but quick service is what we've had to lean on a lot with the dining plan not coming back yet. And with that being said, Disney, bring back the dining plan. But please. what, please, yes, but, oh, I narrowed it down to two. One is in Animal Kingdom again. Uh, you love the Animal Kingdom food. Animal Kingdom has awesome food. You can't go wrong with most food at Disney. I think that's what makes this episode hard is you can't go wrong with most food. Okay, and I think I'm going to stick with this one in Animal Kingdom. So I was going to say Regal Eagle at Epcot, but there's already so Yum. many. There's already so many good. I love that brisket sandwich they have there, but it's already so many quick service options at Epcot to where if it left, it wouldn't be as big a bu- big of a bummer as if Flame Tree Barbecue over at Animal Kingdom left. Okay, so I was debate. I thought about this one too. I love their. Mac and cheese, their fries. Oh, it's it's a good one. It is, and it's right there. It's it's kind of shaded. That area is, which it's a great way to get out of the heat. Um, I love it. It's right there to the left, left side of the park, and it's just it's it's vibey. It's good. It's an outdoor stand. Like you walk up and get it, but there's also an outdoor seating area. That's the one kind of downside of it. In comparison to Regal Eagle, in case you guys haven't figured this out, I love barbecue. But the um, Regal Eagle We're has both Midwest part. barbecue people. Yeah, we are Midwest represent. But the um, the Regal Eagle does have indoor dining, and that's why it almost topped Flame Tree for me, because you do have to still eat outside, even though it's in the shade. It's still Florida, and it's still hot. But We'll often take it to go and find an inside area to eat it. Like, my little sister is a cheap way to feed them is Pizza Fari. And we'll just take our flame tree in there and eat it inside while they eat their Pizza Fari. But when I'm at the park by myself, it's I don't go inside to eat it a lot. That's the only, like, downside of it. But outside of that, oh, my goodness, the food's so good. That is a very, very, very good one. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Okay, what's next? My Wait, snack. Wait, snack? Yeah, let's do a snack. Go ahead. Okay, so I was debating because I was going through all the booths at Epcot and all that stuff and going, because there are so many good holiday booths that change year-round and all the festival booths, or not holiday, but festival booths that I was debating between all of those two and all just the classic snacks around Disney. I love a good pretzel. Um, I was going through more quick service items that I end up eating as snacks all the time, but I went with, I'm going with my gut response to this, which is the classic Dole Whip float from Aloha Isle. No, Aloha Isle is the one in Adventureland. Adventureland? The one that's further back in Adventureland, and that's probably because because it kind of, uh, the people that I worked with also worked there, which is why I chose that one over going to the Poly or um, Sunshine Tree Terrace. 
I worked with more people at Aloha Isle. So I, if I'm going to go to one, I go to that one where I can visit old friends. But I love the low with the pineapple juice at the bottom and the pineapple swirl. Uh, don't well, this. I love that. Yes, very classic. Dole Whip is her big deal now at Disney. The um, <laughs> so anyway, my snack. I'm taking it outside the park. I'm taking the nice long drive, our little boat ride over from also, if you're listening to this, I'm about to sneeze and I apologize in advance. It's coming here soon. Um, <laughs> I'll try to mute myself. But the um, I'm taking it over to the French Quarter. <gasps> and I'm oh, no. My Mickey Beignet Sunday. Okay, you win. The beignets used to be better when they weren't Mickey shape, but y- you win with that one, definitely. Oh, that I hadn't thought of that one. Well, if <laughs> I take my snacks at Disney's, <laughs> she's laughing because I just sneezed. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. You me to keep talking for a second, and I was just trying to keep blabbering and not laughing. Like, keep talking um <laughs> well anyway um sorry if you can't tell by my voice guys um I'm, I'm i'm a little sick but it's okay anyway if if you follow me on instagram you you found out that i take my snacks at disney very seriously i've i've mastered the art of snacking at disney and i i love it i try to find unique snacks i just tried when i was like I was saying earlier, I was at Hollywood Studios early this week. Um, no, it was two weeks ago. I was at Epcot earlier this week. But two weeks ago, um, I tried this limited time Halloween snack that they have out just for the month of October. And it was a candy corn milkshake. Like, I try to find unique things like that. But the best snack at Disney is I get my hot Mickey beignet sundae. With the ice cream, oh, it's so good. They have um, they actually have a pumpkin flavor out right now of it, and I'm, I need to try it. I need to try to find my way over to that resort here in the next couple weeks. But yeah, there's my snack. I don't know. Pumpkin doesn't sound as good though. I don't know. We'll 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 see. I'll have to let you guys know how how it is. I mean, I've had a lot of. This is the selfish part of me and the part that I love Disney World food. I worked in it. My family is a big food family. My mom and I, because we don't drink, we ate around the world at Epcot. So choosing when I was going through and choosing the snacks, it was so hard. I didn't even think about the beignets, which is really sad because I love the beignets. We love that resort. But I also, the selfish part of me who got to go to Disneyland this summer, says that Disney World has the much better food. But a couple of the snacks from Disneyland kept coming to mind when I was thinking of favorite snacks. Um, but I also, when I was thinking of food here, even thought of like the Gaston cinnamon rolls was one of mine that I was like, I don't eat it as a snack, but it's amazing. We honestly could have put drinks on here and battled it out for who would get to draft with Michael Fuse Brew. Well, Fuse Brew is good. There's one at, um, okay, now I have to remember what it is. Um, but there's one, a non-alcoholic drink at the drink stand outside of 
Um, we were literally just talking about the uh, America Pavilion barbecue. Regal, Regal Eagle, thank you. Well, I, while she's looking that up and typing and texting or something on her phone, um, <laughs> she's looking. Googling. You know, yeah, um, but I got a frozen apple pie at Epcot. Usually I try to get a s- snack whenever I'm there. and Or every time I go to the parks, I just get a little snack. And it was good. Um, so, That's yeah, interesting. Don't, don't take out, like, drinks and stuff like that when talking about eating at Disney. Like, there were a couple, like, again, I am, I am over, I am 22, but I just don't drink alcohol. I'm not, I just don't. And there were a couple of really good ones in Disneyland that I loved when we were there that I got to try that were non-alcoholic, like, fun drinks. But this one is a berry sparkler, which is grape juice, strawberry peach, blackberry, and soda water. And it's right outside of Regal Eagle. I think it's technically considered part of Regal Eagle. And it's so good. But they're also, like, amazing milkshakes around the park. Different mm-hmm. things like that. I guess even sure. the dole if I chose could be, because it's got oh, like yeah. the pineapple juice at the bottom. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, we were talking about the juice that they have. There's so many different names for it. What's the name of it for Trails End? I don't remember what it is for Trails End. I know it's passion orange and guava juice. I think we talked about it. Yeah, I mean, it's, good. Of, it's, it's good. It's good. But okay, I'm ready for my dinner. I feel like we need to, like, put on a nice dress and you need to put on a bow tie and get all fancy to even talk about some of these. What's funny is that (laughs) I have two options just in case you picked the one I'm going to pick first. Did I? I feel like I picked. Did I already? Well, no, no, but when you say it, I'm fully expecting it to be the one that I was going to pick. And I've never eaten at either of these two places. <laughs> oh, none of the ones that I was looking at for, like, the fancy ones, none of them have I eaten at. Now, I will say I did not. Okay, I'll say what I didn't put down after you go, because I'll wait till I say that. Um, but I will go ahead and do mine. My fancy meal, which actually was hard, because there was a couple others that were my runner-ups that I have got to do one of that's not, like, I wouldn't consider it a fancy meal. But it was technically on the fancy meal with my list budget on Disney. My budget Chef Mickey's is a fancy meal, but okay. Well, my runner-up was Wolfgang Pucks in down in Disney Springs, which oh. I ate at years and years ago for my mom's birthday. That's what she wanted. It was on the list. It was on their like fancy meal list, which I wouldn't have put it. I would have put it as a table service, not like the fancy meal. But yeah. I guess because it's his name on it, it's a fancy yeah, meal. I would have respected that. Keep going though. But mine is Victoria and Albert's. Ah. Did I choose it? (laughs) You let me go first. I'll go for my second place. But why? Okay, I feel like we can both choose Victoria and Albert's. That's a safe one. That we can both choose. I want to hear what your second place was. But it's, I mean, I've never gotten to go. But is it a dream that I would love to do sometime? Yes. And, like, if you're going to do it, the chef's table, obviously, and get to sit in there and have the however many, I forget how many course meal it would just be insane. It's so expensive. Like, I mean, it is just so Thousands. expensive. Thousands? For like the, I think I think for the chef's table, it's like a thousand dollars or something insane. I serious? saw the price when I was younger, so that's what I'm going with. I might have 
I might be way off, but it was something absolutely insane for the chef's table. Cause you get the private chef, you get a private dining room, you get like a private harpist playing for you the whole meal and like well, a private piano player, the whole meal. If you, so you're not if just you're paying for the meal. This episode, if you're listening to this episode and you have gotten the pleasure of eating here or specifically at the chef's plate table or chef's table, please reach out to us and tell us about your experience. And if we you're want to be friends with you. Tell us how much it costs. <laughs> I am actually curious because you can't find the cost a lot of places. Oh my goodness. I'm going to have to do some research again. Okay. <laughs> goodness. Well, my second. Well, my second. Well, I'm assuming you're looking it up right now. <laughs> She's coming. But um, my, I guess. I look everything up. Is, yeah. <laughs> so my second place is going to be the Yachtsman Steakhouse over at Yacht and Beach Club. I think it's a reasonable, I mean, it's it's pricey, but if it's just More people, reasonable. It's more reasonable than Victorian Alberts, let's say that. But um, I will say that it's a great spot for, what seems to be a great spot for, like, a Valentine's Day anniversary meal. Like, if you and your wife or girlfriend, whatever, want to go out and just treat yourselves to a nice meal, just the two of you. Again, I've never eaten there because, um, like our family, if we're all going, um, it's we're not going to pay for all of us to eat there. And then um, I'm not going to go eat there by myself. And my girlfriend and I have yet to eat a meal. To, well, we have eaten a meal together at Disney, but it was just like it was not. <laughs> it was not that <laughs> we did the Contempo Where Cafe. Where did you go? We got the Contempo Cafe. <laughs> That's not bad. Also, I found the price for Victorian Alberts. Give it to me. <laughs> so it's not as bad as I thought. But for the seven course pairing, it starts at. $425 per guest. And that's guest. a 7 to 10 course. Um, and the cheapest option you can get there. So then the 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 10 course prefixed meal um uh, with the a bunch of other stuff is $375 per guest. And if you add the wine pairings, it's 200 extra dollars per guest. <laughs> so or, long story short. We will what? not be, huh? The cheap one is $295 for the seven-course, quote, tasting meal. Tasting meal is $295 per guest. So you can pay $295 to eat here, but you'll leave hungry. Yeah, seriously. No, dude, it's like cauliflower and caviar, carrots and potatoes. Uh. Um, I don't want to pay that much for carrots. courses, chocolate truffle souffle, all, like. Okay, now we're talking. Everything, because it's seven course meal, but I feel like it's every, each of the meals like bite sized so you're not actually going to get that much food. You're going to leave hungry. But people do eat there, and if you guys, if any of our listeners have eaten there, you know we're not we're not judging you. We're just coveting a little bit. Well, I want to know how it is. I, oh, I seriously do. Good size. 
if you have eaten there, contact us. We'll bring you on the episode so you can give a full review of Victoria and Albert's. Yes, we will very. We will bring you in in a heartbeat to talk about Victoria and Albert's. Again, you are talking to two foodies here. We'll bring in another foodie because if you've been there, you must be a foodie. Yes. Um. Oh goodness. One can dream, but Yachtsman Steakhouse and Victoria. So wait, but before before we end, let's. One more that I couldn't actually find information on. That was going to be my fancy meal, but I could not find enough information on it. Which one? Club 33. Oh. That would have been mine, but you can't find the menu anywhere. You can't find any information about the food. Is that that exclusive? Yeah, apparently. Well, I had a couple runner-ups. Oh my goodness. I had a couple runner-ups. Like, um, California Grill was up there. Um, Steakhouse 71 was up there for me. Ooh, Steakhouse 71. A lot of stuff was steak. Um, but before we go, do you want to, like, each say, take it through the day just, like, to review? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so for breakfast, you're starting out at Tusker House. You got that 9 a.m. reservation, and you're, you're hitting that up right before you hit the parks. And then you ride some stuff, you, you see some shows, you do a lot of walking, and before you know it, you're, you're getting a little hungry again. So you go over to Flame Tree Barbecue to grab your favorite quick service. And throughout the day, at some point, I'm going to have to break away and go get my Mickey Beignet Sunday, ending my day at the Yachtsman Steakhouse. I will start my day over at the campgrounds with some trails and breakfast early yeah, enough so I can get minutes. into well yeah early it'll be extra early but that means I can get into Magic Kingdom right on time spend some time in there and then make my way over to Disney Springs for Earl of Witch and probably a pizza which there a pizza sandwich there that is delicious and then make my way back to Magic Kingdom for some Dole Whip my my lovely, lovely Dole Whip. And end my day, I'll have to go back and get all dressed up and put on the fancy gown to go to Victoria and Albert's. Chef's table, preferably. So you're staying at the campground and I'm staying at the French Quarter. <laughs> okay, I'm staying at Wilderness Lodge. Or I'll stay camp? at the other part of the campground. There you go. Stay in the cabins. Those are nice. Yes, the cabins. Thank you. Okay. Well, anyway, thank you guys for listening to this wonderful. Hey, we got it. We did much better on time this time around. This is much shorter <laughs> than the last one for those of you who listened to the first episode. This is much shorter. Hey, I think we're doing better on it. I think it'd be really good to aim to keep these at like 40 to 50 minutes, but we'll see. We're going to try but, our hardest, y'all. Yes, we are. But, whichever listening thank you please keep an eye on more episodes coming out also follow us on instagram at the world of this podcast and this episode should actually be able to stream on more than just spotify it should be out on anywhere you can get your podcast anything else you need to add no thanks for listening y'all yeah. <laughs> have a great day everyone